Okay, it's working. There's a little bit of a delay, but I can't hear myself. Alright, so basically, uh, what I was wondering was working was... Oh my god, that delay is kind of annoying. I'm getting the audio from my mic to my headphones before it starts recording. Uh, so yeah, there's a little bit of a delay, but let's see if we can do it. Because when you hear your voice, it's like... Uh, it's very distracting and it kind of throws you off because you're hearing what you just said and it kind of throws you off. So if I'm, if I sound a little weird, that's basically why. It's because I'm hearing myself. Uh, give me a second. See, like I was trying to type something and I typed what I just said because I'm hearing myself twice. I'm hearing myself in my head, then I'm hearing myself in my ears, so... Uh, this episode, I wanted to do um, an episode on knife steel. So, going to discuss a few different knife steels. And I actually did this in a YouTube video a few months ago, uh, discussing uh, the best budget knife or best starter. What was the video again? You know, let's go look this up. I don't want to keep you guys hanging here but you know there's a lot of unorganization going on with this so here we go best edc beater knives budget to high end in that video i discussed look there's only 56 views but i'm happy that 56 people watch it um yeah in that video i discussed uh, a good budget knife and then a good mid-tier knife and then a good high-end knife and I discussed you know certain things like the mechanism in it the uh, blade steel and the fit in the hand I believe so I did discuss a little bit of the blade steel but I wanted to do kind of an episode discussing a little bit about that now I will be reading a few articles here uh, and I should probably cue them up here a little bit more because I can't remember everything and I found that I was going to make a chart and like little notes and whatever, but then I said, you know what, what? just read right off the, um, read right off the articles here instead of compiling a new notes document from scratch here. Uh, might as well just read it off the site here. So give me a minute and let me get the chart up here. Okay. So I'm going to go through, first it's going to be a little bit anecdotal. I'm going to go through uh, high-end steel, mid-range, and then budget steels. And I'm going to tell you which of each tier of steels is the most common for that tier. Or which steel is the most common for high-end, then mid-range, then budget. So... Yeah, in my experience. So the budget knives I have, I'll tell you commonly what steel is I have that I've seen used in those knives. Then we'll move on to mid-range, same thing, and then high-end, same thing. I repeated myself a few times, but you know what? I was confused because of hearing myself. So let's start off with budget steels here. So budget steels, I could go through their list here, but I'll tell you right off the bat, 
The most common one I've seen used in budget knives is 8CR13 MOV. And I there's a bunch of other ones here. I'll list them off. Very hard to remember if you're not really looking at a chart here. But personally, I've only seen 8CR13 MOV in budget knives. But anyways, so we have 14C28N, 440C, AUS8, 12C27 MOV, 7CR17 MOV, CTS, BD1, and 420HC. So 420HC is probably the best one. No, um, these are typically softer knives, I believe. Um, it's, you know, it's not bad, but, you know, it's not going to hold an edge for that long. That's personally an inexperience. That's personally an experience. I don't think it's proper English. Uh, that's from experience. Okay. Uh, what does it say here? Yeah, so it is, you know, you're going to have to sharpen this more than other knives. But there are some really cool knives that use this cheap steel. Personally, my favorite is the PLR which I've spoken about in like every episode so far. I don't know. I've spoken about it countless times here. Let me silence my phone. So, yeah. HCR movie, most common one. You're going to have to sharpen it basically after every cut. No, but, you know, maybe every few months you want to top it off, sharpen the edge a little bit. But nonetheless, I wouldn't hesitate buying a knife that uses 8CR13 MOV or any other of these budget steels for that matter wouldn't hesitate because you know you could use it as a beater knife you just like the video on my youtube channel it was a video made about beater knives so you know it's a really cheap knife with you know a cheap steel but it'll get the job done it'll still cut you'll just it'll require more maintenance and typically, it probably won't have the smoothest mechanism if you're getting a knife with this budget steel. You know, the, the price will be around anywhere between $20 to maybe 50 depending on your currency, of course. But, you know, around, let's say 20 to 50 to be safe. Maybe even 40 Let's go 20 to 40 No, no, let's go. <laughs> I retract my statement. Let's go 20 to 50 We'll be around budget knives here. And... You know, typically they, with a cheaper steel here, like I said, you got poor edge retention. It would probably be more prone to chipping, of course. It requires more sharpening. And then I haven't experienced this, but it would, due to its lower quality steel, it would probably rust or corrode a lot easier than more of the high-end ones. Personally, I haven't experienced that. I don't, I'm not throwing water all over my knives, but, you know, if it's easily corroded, I haven't experienced that yet. So person, that's a personal thing here. Uh, I want to move on to, where is it? I actually want to move on to mid-range here. So again, personally, the most common mid-range steel I have encountered is D2. 
that's what the the mid-tier knives seem to be made of most of the time. Now, D2, according to this chart slash graph here, not very easy to sharpen. It will hold an edge considerably better than the budget steels, such as HCR 13MOV. Again, you're going to have to sharpen this probably a little, you know, definitely more than a high-end steel, not as much as a budget steel, you know, but it's weird because the budget steel, you'll be cutting and you'll feel it kind of deteriorate as you cut. You'll be like, oh, shit. But then you got the high-end ones and you're cutting and you're like, okay, this is going to cut for like 10 years before I have to sharpen it. But I don't know. Maybe it's just like the subconscious, your subconscious mind knowing that it's bad steel, but uh, it does genuinely feel like that. Anyways, back back to D2 here. Yeah, I mean, D2 is probably a good balance between, like, out of the mid, mid-range steels, I would think it is one of the best. Let's go look at the rest of these charts here. Uh, we've got decent toughness here on these other ones. D2 is a well-balanced steel but it looks like the technicalities of the corrosion resistance is equal to the budget uh, knives. So it's not great, but again, I haven't had any issues with it. If you want your edge to hold a little bit more, you know, the D2 steel might be the way to go. It seems to have one of the strongest mid-range steel edge retentions out of the other steels listed on this. Let me actually open up mid-range steel here. Give me a second. Where is it? No, 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 no. All right. Can't seem to find uh, the other ones. Oh, here we go. So we have, of course, we have D2. We have H1, O1, A2, VG10, N690, 1095, 154 CM. Personally, I don't believe I own any knives with any other, any mid-range knives other than knives that have D2. So I can't really speak on these other ones. But yeah, I'm just trying to share a little bit of my experience with these high-end mid-range and budget steels but as you can see uh, you know i'll consistently buy the same steel over and over again especially with the high-end steels over here um you know what let me check something real quick here so out of my high-end knives here we'll go on to the high-end uh high-end steels right now the most common, I believe this is a provable statement and not just anecdotal at this point because I've seen this steel on every single high-end knife, you know, day after day. Looking at different knives, I'm always seeing this on the high-end knives. CPM S30V. 
Now, this is a steel you can trust. All right. I'd say it sharpens fairly easy. I've sharpened actually only one. I've only had to sharpen one so far that had, that uses CPM S30V or just simply S30V. It's uh, fairly easy to sharpen, I found. According to this chart, it's a little bit easier than the mid-tier and the budget, but, you know, coming in at a 5 out of 10, but I would probably give it an, a 7 or an 8 because I had no problems sharpening it. Now, the two knives I own with CPM... Hold on a second. I think this one... I need to check what this one is. This is a... They gotta go on the website. It's a giant mouse biblio. I have to make sure. I don't believe this is S30V. So I wanna just go double check here. The and the giant mouse biblio is probably one of my all-time favorite knives here. So where is it? Materials. Here we go. So this has M3090, which I believe is a higher-end steel than S30V, but let me go back and see. What was it called again? Jesus. Uh, here we go, M3, M390. M390 steel. One of the new super steels on the block manufactured by Bowler Udenholm. Austrian, Bowler, Swedish. Okay. It tells me the manufacturer here. Oh, here it goes. Widely reverted as being the best all-around knife steel. Interesting. I cannot... Where is it? It shows me on the Google thing. You know, but then when you click the article, it just disappears here. Oh, here, M390 right here. So it has fantastic edge retention. The best edge retention, the best toughness. It does seem like it struggles in terms of ease of sharpening, but it doesn't look like you're going to have to sharpen it that much. And, I mean, of course, with the higher the toughness, the higher the edge retention, it seems like you'll have to put in more effort, you know? It's a tougher steel. You're going to have to put more effort if you want that razor-sharp edge. Now, personally, I, I've i never injured myself with any knives except for a knife with M390. You just accidentally nick yourself, and it's game over, especially if it's a new knife. You know, it's, uh, it's razor sharp from the factory. It's going to cut, so be careful here. But, yeah, so I completely skipped over CPMS 30V. We talk about that. And we went off on a tangent, but yeah. So S30V is seems to be the typical high-end steel you're going to find. If you see S30V, you're like, okay, I'm playing at least, you know, depending on your currency, let's go 150 to 200 for that knife. And then when we move on to higher-end steels, of course, the more expensive. Now, one thing I find interesting, give me a minute here. Because we're doing this completely on the spot here. Uh, the 
give me a second, give me a second. I have yet to own this knife, mainly because it's insanely expensive. And uh, it's not something I want to just buy flat out, you know, at least not yet. But it's the Sabenza 31. Good old classic. Very nice, very gorgeous looking knife. And I believe this one's S30V, CPM S30V. Now, the reason why this is expensive is because of the titanium handles. But I can't, where the heck is the uh, blade steel here? Oh, my bad. This has CPM S35VN, which I believe is better than S30V, which I would not be surprised with. The price of this knife, I mean, I'm I'm not surprised they gave you a better steel, but let, let's go double check here. So where's S30V? Yeah, so it's a, a little bit better than S30V in terms of toughness. You know, it's still a little harder to sharpen, but, you know, you're getting good toughness, good edge retention, and uh, I think the Sabenza would, I mean, it's definitely worth its price, right? You know, paying a premium for titanium handles here, you know, just a little titanium utility blade holder or keychain accessory, I guess, is like easily 50 or $70. So it doesn't surprise me that the Sabenza, I mean, I knew the price, but I'm just, discussing it on the spot here um, give me a second here two minutes I can't type and talk at the same time I want to uh, give a little description here because I've been discussing edge retention and toughness you know, I'll know the difference, but I want to just get the proper definition for you guys here so you can understand what either one means. Uh, let's see here. Yes, so that would be a good definition. So toughness is basically how brittle the knife is. So it's not easily bent. You know, if you put enough force through it, the higher the toughness, the higher the chance of it breaking. If you drop it, let's say, not not saying it's going to break, but, you know, becomes more brittle as the harder it becomes. And, you know, it'll hold an edge longer, but the tougher it is, the harder it is to sharpen because it's been heat treated or uh, or tempered a lot more so i mean that definitely explains for you guys the description of how s30 mov is you know a little easier to sharpen than these tougher steels due to how soft it is you know uh i mean i hope this episode is somewhat educational if you guys are you know going for a run you want to listen to this 
I appreciate all my listeners, no matter what activity they're doing. Or, you know, even on YouTube, YouTube has been really going off with some of the views here. I don't know why, but YouTube has been pushing some videos to people's explore feeds, which is great. You know, I put it on YouTube just so you guys can listen to it in the background or whatever you're doing. So it looks like people are doing that at least a little bit. Anyways, back to uh, the bulk of this episode here. Did I finish discussing S30V? I do not remember. Oh, we moved on to uh, S35VN. Yeah, so actually we finished everything here. Um, Oh, no, we didn't. I didn't list off all the high-end steels here. So like I said, CPM S30V will probably be the most common you'll come across when paying anywhere between 150 to 200. Uh, Above that, there's higher end steels than that, but let's let's get done with the high end steels instead of the top tier high high end. So for high end, we have of course CPM S30V, then we have CPM S35VN, which we mentioned was a little bit tougher. Then we have CPM 154, CPM 3V, CPM 4V, CTS XHP, and LC200N. So. Those are some good steels to look out for, I guess. Personally, don't own any other steels besides CPM S30V. And I think that's it. Where was the uh, M390? I don't know where M390 goes in on this, I'll be honest. It's not showing me. Oh, okay. So this would be under super high end. This is the top tier stuff. We have M390, which I discussed has a fantastic edge retention, very hard to sharpen, extremely corrosion resistant, my bad, and decent toughness. You know, it's not too tough where it'll break. It's about as tough as CPM S30V, but you get a better edge retention. So you won't have to sharpen this bad boy as much. And uh, you're going to break a sweat sharpening this thing because it does not look like it wants to be sharpened. Anyways, other premium steels. That's the only one I own out of the premium top-tier steels is M390. But I'll discuss or I'll list off a few other ones because I don't want to do too much of a deep dive. Usually, these are all... Did I say deep dive? Deep dive. I don't want to do too much of a deep dive. But usually, these steels all kind of mesh together they're all kind of similar so i'm not gonna go listing off or going in detail on every one of these premium high-end steels you know but you got to know they're definitely better than regular high-end steels these knives are probably going to run you a little bit more than 200 of course depends on your currency but that's uh in my experience that's what i've seen now in addition to M390, we have CPM M4, LMAX, CTS204P, CPM S90V, CPM 20CV, CPM S110V. So those are all premium high-end steels. Cost you a pretty penny. Of course, it's well worth it when you look at the blade steel. Now, if, I mean, if you're new to either using or collecting knives or both. I mean, 
If you're collecting them, you're using them. If you're using more than one knife, then you're collecting them. But if you're new, it would kind of be a good idea to, you know, I mean, you're listening to this episode, so you already have kind of a good idea. You'll know that D2's mid-range, uh, HCR, 18MOV is budget, and then you'll know CPM S30V is high-end, and then you know M390 is really high-end. So you'll have kind of that little breakdown. So once you memorize the names, your brain will probably register like, okay, this is high-end, whatever. You'll look at the price. You'll look at the steel. You'll start understanding, you know, this is a good price because you're getting uh, great design and you're getting higher quality steel than knives at this price usually have. So that's good. You know, it'll just give you a little bit more depth and knowledge to your uh, your knife collection you know someone comes in they see your knives displayed they'll be like oh my god this one's nice and you'll be like oh thank you that's like twenty dollars i'm like what and then they'll see another one that you know they might not like the design that much but they'll see it and they'll be like oh all right well, how much is this one you'll be like oh it's six hundred dollars and they'll be like what and then you gotta explain it's the blade steel and they might still not get it, but you get it. And there's a whole Reddit page that gets it. There's a whole Discord channel that gets it. Join the Discord. Okay? Go on my Instagram. Follow my Instagram. We have 1783 followers now. Probably shouldn't have said that because now it's going to go down. And then you guys are going to see it and you're going to be like, oh, this guy's losing followers. But look, we're almost at 18,000 followers. 18,000. 1800 1800 followers now personally i gotta say my instagram has never grown that much and it's mainly because of if you look at it if you scroll down you'll see the style changes constantly you know i'll find a groove here and then switch it up and then everybody that followed for, let's say, the city pictures, once I start posting more of more stuff that I like, I guess, you know, the boots, the tech stuff, coffee photos, stuff like that. Stuff I'm posting right now that I really like. And that really kind of, how do you say, it really embodies the stuff I like, the style I like, and the style of pictures that certain brands would like. You know, like this is the stuff that I give out to people or get paid to give out to people. And it's uh, it's a good, also, it's a nice little portfolio as well, you know? So, yeah, that's why, you know, like some people will follow for the stuff they saw when I was doing city photos, like landscapes, stuff like that urban city vibes and then once you start posting something else they'll be like oh well i didn't follow for this and then they unfollow so you're never really gaining that much or not you but me so yeah i mean it's been growing recently because of the uh doubling down on the uh 
everyday carry pictures and the uh, just the stuff I like here has been growing a little bit more. You know, some pictures get more likes than the others. It doesn't look like these pictures are getting pushed to everybody's feed here. Let's be honest. But anyways, yeah, slowly growing. If we can hit 1,800 followers, if look, if 20 people that watch this, that make it this far, which let's be honest, is probably only two of you guys, maybe even one. If there's 20 people that watch or listen to this, that follow, that would be great. All right, we're going to reach our mark. And I mean, of course, follow if you enjoy the pictures. You know, if you see the first three and you're like, nope, then all right, you know what, that sucks. But anyways, you're listening to the podcast. I do, I do not discuss or promote stuff from the podcast on my Instagram. This is completely, uh, how do you say, organic search. I don't promote this. If you find it, it means you were meant to find it. You know, it means you're interested in these things. And I appreciate you listening to this. Now, I'm going to go. But if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe. Oh, and if you go on my if you go visit my Instagram, look at the post that was posted on give me a date Instagram. It only says seven days ago. Come on. Come on. Now I have to go calculate when seven days was. So this is posted on Sunday, I believe. Let's see. Come on. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, that's Sunday, right? Yeah, so November 22nd. Go look at the post that was posted on November 22nd. And you will see, actually, you know, it's not an order, but you'll see a good breakdown of the knife, the knife steals that I discussed. So the first one will be S30V. And if you're listening to this in, on your podcast player and you have your phone open, is a good comparison, a good little contrast here because I'll be describing it and you can see it. So the first one is a spider scope, spider scope, holy spider co para three. This has CPMS 30 V great knife. That's probably my, uh, second go-to budget. The first one would be the last one on that list, which is a CRKT Pilar with eight CR 18 MOV. It fluctuates between those two in terms of actual usage. And, uh, I mean, the Spyderco's got, like, a ch- uh, chip on the end. You know, it's it's a straight-up beater knife. Now, the second, underneath the, the Spyderco, we have the Giant Mouse Biblio that I was talking about. That one has uh, M3, uh, the M390, and that one's razor sharp. That one has never been sharpened. Also... Hasn't been used that much, but nonetheless, uh, probably one of my favorite looking knives. Underneath that, we have the Civivi Little Fiend, I believe. Little Fiend. Because it was Miss... Uh, yeah, it's the Little Fiend. Little Fiend. Uh, that one is D2 Steel. Haven't had to sharpen it yet. And I actually do use it, not as much as, you know, the Spyderco or the Pilar, but 
uh, haven't had to sharpen it, and uh, the D2 steel has been holding up real good. Now under there we have the mini bug out in uh, probably my favorite color color pattern, the stormtrooper color, white handle, black blade. Looks fantastic. It is a little small. It is called the mini, but it, nonetheless, it is a little small. I kind of enjoy the small form factor, but also it kind of gets straining in the hand at, at sometimes. But that one is a CPM S30V. Haven't had to sharpen it. Haven't used it that much. Uh, have opened it quite a bit, but I haven't actually cut things with it that much. You know, I might use it today. I've got some boxes to get rid of. We'll see how he performs or she, whatever. I'm gonna call it a he. That one's a he. I think the uh, para three. That one's more of a she. You know, I don't know. You know, some people call their cars she. But whatever. Uh, yeah. So if you enjoyed this episode, subscribe. Leave a rating on iTunes if you're listening on iTunes. If you're not listening on iTunes, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has the rating system. I personally don't use iTunes for my podcast, but. It, you know, if your podcast player has ratings of some sort, if there's a share button and you think someone would like this, you know, maybe you're listening to this and you're not even into this stuff and you got a friend that's into this stuff, share it to your friend. All right. Do him a favor. He's going to like it. Okay. Oh, and I want to shout out to all of the Texas listeners because on my podcast analytics, uh, it looks like Texas is the most popular place. So I click United States, Texas, and Dallas makes up for 87% of the Texas listeners. So shout out to Dallas for for listening to this. Thank you, everyone in Dallas, Texas. Thanks for everyone in Texas. Anyways, I'm going to let you all go now. Go and uh, go work out. Go buy a knife. Go play some games. I don't know. Throw the old pigskin around. I don't know. Anyways, thanks for listening. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace out.